0: And we'll continue to take your phone calls on that at 877-337-6666. But let's get to the Yankees here for a second, because if you didn't hear in the update there, Corbin Burns of the Milwaukee Brewers, the ace of the Brewers, is now the ace of the Baltimore Orioles. And he was traded to Baltimore for the package of infielder prospect Joey Ortiz left-handed pitcher D.L. Hall, and the 34th pick overall in the 2024 draft. And for me, this is the guy I wanted. This is the guy I thought made the most sense for the New York Yankees, and I think this is a terrible job from the New York Yankees not going out to make sure that they acquired an ace-type pitcher. Now, yesterday we heard, you know, it's it's been prevailing thought that he necessarily wasn't going to get traded, that Milwaukee was going to hold on to him until the all-star, until the trade deadline, and that was the thought process. Oh, we'll wait to the deadline, right? Bob clappish comes out with the article. Uh, he kind of mentions it. We don't know for sure if that's 100% what the Yankees were thinking, but it sounded like, oh, they went down that road. I don't know if Milwaukee's even going to move him, and we'll try and get him at the trade deadline or whatever the case may be. And here's the fact of the matter, all right? Here's the plain, simple truth of it all. The Yankees need another starting pitcher. I've been saying it forever. I still feel that way. Marcus Stroman is a nice piece, and he's someone who's pretty good as a third or fourth starter. The Yankees don't know what they have in Carlos Rodon. They need a secondary starter in this year that is supposed to be an all-in year. And for me, this was the from the jump street. A trade for Burns was 100% the way to go. If you look at this Yankee team, right, I think this is the year to go all in. They go out and trade for Juan Soto. He's, He's only guaranteed to be here for this season. Who knows about the future, right? Verdugo you acquire in a trade. He's here for one year. You don't know about his future. You could argue that Rizzo might be gone. There's a ton of guys, a ton of guys who could be moving on. The team could look completely different next year. Glaber Torres could be gone next year. They could make this team completely different, and I'm open to it on on many levels. I think it's probably time to see Rizzo go. I think there's a good chance that it doesn't make much sense to give Gleyber Torres the money he's going to get on the free agent market. Like, I'm open to the idea. I mean, you need Juan Soto. You got to do whatever you can to keep him. But besides that, you could see a different team. This is the year to add that payroll because next year you might be off the hook for some of the money. I know you got to give Juan Soto a big contract. But you're going to be losing Rizzo. You're going to be losing Glaber Torres theoretically. You might, you know, Verdugo. Like some of the money's coming off the books next year. This was the time to go all in, and I didn't want to give a long-term contract to Blake Snell. And clearly, the Yankees don't—not at 270 million for nine years. Who the hell would want to? And quite clearly, no one is. And I don't even know if I want to give Montgomery big money. But if you for, and especially now with where they are in the payroll, and I don't think Hal is cheap. I think how you know should be willing to go all in for this season on the money, but overall they're at the tax, thre- the, the, uh, the tax threshold. I don't expect them to go out and give Blake Snell thirty million dollars, which would become sixty million on the tax, but for one year of Corbin Burns at fifteen million dollars, which is what he's making this year, fifteen million dollars, it makes perfect sense. You bring in another ace to this staff to go along with Cole, to go the, that top two, to go along with the top two in the middle of your lineup of Judge and Soto, and you go about trying to win a World Series this year. And then if Burns leaves after the year, he leaves after the year. That's fine. That's fine. And if 15 million is really 30 million, all right, for one year, you won't pay Corbin Burns 30 million for one year? He's worth $30 million for one year. This was the deal. And stop telling me, well, the Orioles had the prospects. The Orioles are younger and better. Shut up. I got a bunch of tweets. Oh, you want to give up Spencer Jones? You want to give up Jason Dominguez? You didn't have to give up Spencer Jones or Jason Dominguez. They did not get the Orioles' best prospect. They got, like, Baseball America's 60th. He's a top 100 infielder. He's 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 he had a decent year in AAA after a subpar year in AA. He's a he's he's their best defensive infielder in Joey Ortiz and DL Hall has been a pro was a prospect that they were high on a couple of years ago, but they as a starting pitcher, but turned him into a reliever. This is the for whatever reason. The Milwaukee Brewers loved Hall, apparently, and they think they can turn him into something special. Fine, I get that, and maybe they were focused on that. But don't tell me the Yankees didn't have enough. And I know the Yankees made the trade for Soto, and I know the Yankees made the trade for Verdugo, and I know many people think they're depleted inside the farm system. This is two players and a pick. I would give up Peraza and a pitching prospect for Corbin Burns and try and chase a championship this year. I would. I would. I'd give up Pereira and a pitching prospect for Burns. I'd give up Pereira and Peraza for Burns. I don't know if I'd give up three, but I'd give up Pereira and Peraza if they wanted two guys and not the pitching prospect. But, like, there was a way to try and make this deal work. And I don't know how far down the road the Yankees got. I understand that. I'm not not privy to all the information. And maybe the asking price for the Yankees was different than the Orioles because they love D.L. Hall. I don't know. I'll be the first to admit I don't know all the ins and outs. But what I do know is the perfect fit for the New York Yankees, a pitcher on a one-year deal on an all-in type year who's only making $15 million but is yet one of the aces, the true aces of baseball, who could have made a real impact on this rotation and made you feel like the Yankees were right there with every other team, if not right there with the Dodgers as the two best teams in baseball. And instead, they allowed it to go to their rival, who I talked about the other day, who I was 100% right about, in the idea that now it's time to be worried. Two days, they sell the team. Two days later, they're making this trade. And now you feel like the Orioles can pay them. Like, if this trade was made a week ago, you'd be like, damn, the Orioles made a great trade. But ultimately, all right, it's one year. Hopefully, the Yankees are good enough to beat them. If you're a Yankee fan, speaking from the Yankee fan perspective. Hopefully, you know, the Yankees are still good enough to beat them. Or something will happen, but they'll never sign him. So it's one year of Burns, and they traded away some of their prospects. You know, okay, let's just get through this year and still beat them and have Juan Soto, you know, knock Burns around the park and we'll feel okay about it. Now Burns can sign this contract this year for a four- or five-year deal and be done with his contract before you have to pay the the Adley Rushmans or before you have to pay the Gunnar Hendersons or before you have to pay the Holidays. All these young, you know, Mountcastle you probably have to pay in the next few years. But, like, they are stacked, loaded, a very good team in desperate need of starting pitching. And instead of being aggressive and instead of doing what the Yankees should have done and went out there and had this all-in type year and went out and made a big trade to get their guy who puts them over the top, they allowed the Baltimore Orioles to swoop in and get a guy we were told wasn't going to be available until the All-Star break. Or the trade deadline, should I say. I got the NBA's All-Star break on my mind. And it, and it's... Uh, this offseason... Now, don't take it too far, and I'll still argue with a lot of you Yankee fans who immediately I put out something about my frustration. It's like, ah <laughs> you knew it, Chris. The Orioles are far better. They're not. They're not. They, they absolutely should be the favorite in the division. They won 100 games last year in the division. They just added um, an ace to their staff. And you expect the young kids to get better. So, yeah, on paper... I, I think it's fair to call them the favorites in the division. But I'd be I'm telling you right now, I think the Yankees are right there. I don't think the Yankees like oh the Yankees and the Orioles are two ships in the night. One's old and getting going the wrong way and the Orioles. Pfft, trust me, they are right there with the Orioles. And by the way, did you see the Orioles in the postseason? You know, maybe they can actually show up and win a game in the postseason before I suddenly think they're the greatest thing in the in, in major league baseball. So, and I don't think this team's a disaster, and I don't think the Yankees are destined for eighty-three wins. I think Juan Soto makes an enormous difference. I do think this pitching staff will be just fine. I'm not concerned about not signing Juan Peralta. I'm not that concerned about not signing Middleton, who's just going to the Cardinals. Uh, they'll they'll find arms in that bullpen. I do think that uh, the starting rotation is going to be better than most people think. I think there's no reason to think Nesta Cortez, when healthy, can still be a good pitcher. I expect Rodon to be far better. And just that alone, Rodon being far better, Nesta, not even great. I'm not even saying returning back to you know leading the MLB in strikeout per nine rate, but just better. Just being at least a solid pitcher. If that happens, which I think it can and will, if Nestor Cortez comes back and is healthy healthy for the whole year and they've added Juan Soto and Verdugo, that alone and a healthy judge all year, that alone gives them 10 wins. They're a 90-win team easy. Easy. But I'm not looking for 90, 95 wins. I'm looking to be the most dangerous team in Major League Baseball. And that's what they should have done. And once they traded for Juan Soto, and they know it's a one-year proposition. It's very well could be a one-year proposition because as much as I'll tell you that I'm concerned with how the Mets are doing business, and that the moniker of King Cohen and some of the things we're, we're talking about with him, I think needs to slow its roll because I haven't seen it yet. Doesn't mean that he won't be there with you know arms wide open looking to pay Juan Soto next year or the Do- hell no who knows the Dodgers might offer him a dollar today for $800 million tomorrow, and he might take it. I have no idea. We have no idea how long Juan is going to be here. What I do know is one of the best hitters of his generation, a Hall of Fame player that you could put right next to Judge, is going to be in the lineup this season. And he is not alone in only being here for this season. This is a year to go all in. And so now that they missed on Burns, and I've done my crying about it, and I've done my bitching about it, and I've said my piece on how dis- disappointed I am in this overall offseason and especially the one guy I freaking wanted, who fit this team like a glove, who they absolutely should have went out and got, and should have figured out a way to better this this deal, and should have told should have told Milwaukee, I don't whatever trade you're about to make, you come to me before you make it. That should have been said, and maybe it was. But ultimately, they didn't think they could match this deal. Nonsense, they could have. This is what should have happened. But now that I'm done, now that I've said my piece, now that I've bitched about it, you know what? Go trade for Bieber. I don't like him as much. I'd rather have Burns. But go trade for Bieber. I have no idea what Cleveland's doing. I, I don't think they're going to spend any money. They've done nothing this offseason. I, 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 they're, they're having issues with their TV deal as well. Go out there, and, and they know they're not going to sign him. Go out there and give a couple of prospects for Beaver. Because I don't want to go give Snell a ton of money. I'll be telling you honestly, I don't. I don't even want to give Montgomery a ton of money. And where this, uh, you know, starting pitching market is in the in free agency, I am shocked. I am shocked that this is all it took. That the Baltimore Orioles, who have the, one of the best, if not the best farm system in baseball, got away with giving the pick Joey Ortiz and D.L. Hall. That got them Corbin Burns, one of the best pitchers in baseball. This would be different. If if Gunnar Henderson was in this deal, yeah, I get it. If they gave away Holiday in this deal, I'd be like, okay, they did something the Yankees weren't willing to do. I get it. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. They did not make an offer that, that, that Milwaukee couldn't refuse and no one else could match. They're capable of it and we talked about that how they're capable of it but that's not what this is this is a this is a deal the Yankees absolutely could have matched and so now i you need to keep up with the joneses the baltimore orioles just fired the first salvo of this new rivalry between baltimore and the rest of the american league east and specifically for us the new york yankees They just they just said we're here. They got bought by a bunch of billionaires and they two days later made a trade for one of the best pitchers in baseball. And I wouldn't be surprised if two days from now you hear they signed him to a five five year two hundred and fifty million dollar contract or something like that. I would not it would not surprise me in the least. So here come the Orioles. Where are the Yankees? I'm fine with it. I love competition. It makes, it makes it makes us better. I think the idea that Steve Cohen is with the Mets is going to help the Yankees overall because it's going to make Hal spend some money. And you know what? If the Orioles are going to be a threat in that department, it hopefully should make the Yankees and Hal better. And I still think everyone would rather come to the Bronx than go to that ballparking in uh, in Baltimore. That's beautiful, but if you're uh, if you're a hitter, good luck hitting in that ballpark since they moved it back hundred feet in left field. This was the move to make. They didn't. What's the next move to make? Go get another starting pitcher. You've passed on every bullpen arm, and I haven't and I haven't got on you for it. The offense is fine. Well I mean, I, I expect it to be fine. We'll see. I think you've done enough there. Adding Juan Soto and Verdugo is enough for me. I'm satisfied with what they've done offensively. This starting rotation has too many freaking question marks. And more than that. Forget all the question marks. They don't have the answer of who is a clear-cut number two ace. That's what I want with Garrett Cole. I want the two top of the rotation, and I want the two in the middle of the lineup. You did the lineup. Go get the rotation. Go trade for Bieber. If it's signed Snell, go sign Snell. But you better be willing to pony up again for, for Juan Soto next year. And that scares me. And Snell scares me a little bit. But now is the time Yankees. I'm pissed off about it. I'm, I'm I'm Burns was the guy. It sounded like the Yankees were the guy. I watch all the Hot Stove shows. I listen to Jack Curry. Jack, I hear you. Jack won't shut up about Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns comes up in every single Hot Stove show. Every stinking one. You know what that means? That means the Yankees are aware. You listen to Hot Stove, you get an idea. It's not guaranteed what they're going to do, but you get an idea. Right when everybody, when when that day, I remember they had the hot stove. The day that Strowman and uh, and um, Snell were like bandied about, they're all they know exactly what's going on. I'm telling you right now. They need to add a starting pitcher to be the beast in the East. They need the starting pitcher to be the team that is a favorite to win the World Series. And if they thought they could get it at the trade deadline, think again. Because anything can happen. Someone might pony up and give a average prospect a pick and a reliever and go get Bieber. Go be that team who does that.